2: Strike up the band and make the five
1: lines As in in
3: reality, from above. <laughs> 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 Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings
1: Songs that changed you Yes, it's time to talk music once again, Songs That Changed You, where I invite somebody on to talk about a particular song that has changed their life in some way or another. doesn't mean it's their favourite song or the best song of all time, it's just one song that stands out with a specific memory, and uh, excited to be joined this afternoon by Nathan Finocchio, preacher, evangelist, I I didn't ask, how would you like to be introduced?
0: You can call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for dinner.
1: Hey, hey, <laughs> uh, Nathan Finocchio. Thank you for joining me. How you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm doing great, man. How
1: are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, where do we find you right now?
0: Nashville,
1: Tennessee. And is that where you currently call home?
0: Yeah, my wife and I moved here uh, along with our team six months ago from California. So here we are.
1: Because you've you've sort of lived all over the place, am I right, in saying you lived in Sydney for a bit and you grew up in Canada, you've, you've been all over the place?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit of a, I'm a, I'm a migrant worker.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, what
1: is the song that you have chosen for us to discuss today, a song that has changed you, Nathan?
0: Okay, so, yeah, it was a huge question, and I was kind of going through all the songs that uh, I really loved in my formative years, you know, like, music started to really impact me uh, around the time I was like 10 10 to about 14 and British band, worship band by the name of Delirious came out with a record, a double record called Cutting Edge in 1994 I probably heard it in 1995 I would have been 12, 13 years old it was the first time that I thought to myself oh, worship can be cool (laughs) um cuz worship was not cool. Yeah, I remember just like listening to that record a ton, you know, with my parents and my parents were like, "Wow, this is good." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is good." I don't know if my parents knew it was cool because my parents <laughs> weren't cool. Um I don't think anyone's are, they are thought, they? No, no, no. But my parents like were definitely not cool though. My parents thought that like integrity music was like the jam. It was the cats meow. Like in the early 90s Do you know what I mean? Like they were like still like Hall Notes is the best I'm like it's 1994 it's, Hall <laughs> Notes is not the best um, Not anymore So I Can Sing of Your Love Forever Was the first song Like that really stuck From Delirious' stuff And so it was like wow This is amazing
3: I'm happy
0: to be in the
3: truth And I will daily lift my hands For I will always sing Of when your love came down Yeah
0: That song definitely made a profound impact on me because the music was just so beautiful. You know, the lyric was so beautiful, and I didn't know that you could write like that, and I didn't know that church could feel like that. And um, Christian beauty is like important, and it's just this beautiful thing. And so, yeah, the song like just it changed the game for me. So like, I just began to like lean more into. I began to lean into worship in a way that I had never leaned before because of the, the beauty of it. Um, it's not that like I wasn't a worshiper or that I didn't love worship because I did. And I, I loved music, you know, but it was that intersection, right? It was like that, that you know, what is beautiful to the villager. M- in my case, me being the 12 year old villager. Okay. And what was beauty, beautiful to me, you know? And so I had the opportunity, I think it was last year or the year before, Martin Smith and I were both at a conference. I was speaking and he was leading worship. And we're sitting in the front row Together and we'd known of each other because we have some mutual friends. Yep. And I just leaned over to him. I'm like, "Hey, I'm probably a Christian because of you. I just want to say thank you." Like, you know, you know, your music like did that. Like, it made me think that, you know, I loved Jesus, but I didn't realize that you could love Jesus and you could and the church could be beautiful. And and what did he respond? Oh, he was like, Martin's like really, really chill he's probably he's like too chill you know he's like but he was really sweet he was like thanks man you know that's lovely (laughs) but yeah i think that like one of the reasons i'm a christian is because of martin smith i think that it's that it's because christian beauty matters right and why does christian beauty matter christian beauty matters because it's like a language it's a medium that helps you understand the gospel you know it's like music is just a language and And it was a language that I spoke, you know, and it it connected with me. And so, like, I I started paying attention to the lyrics and I started paying attention to the message more than I would other ones because it was the language that I spoke. You know what I mean? So Yeah,
1: it's amazing, though, because I feel like you were an early adopter. This song came out, I want to say, in 94 or 95 on some early EPs and things, but then it was re-released and rediscovered by everyone on the deeper compilation that they put together. And I think that's when most people discovered the song.
0: Yeah, I mean, what happened was there was a charismatic revival in the early 90s, and uh, Toronto was kind of a ground zero for a a lot of the charismatic renewal in the 90s. And that some people called it the Toronto Blessing, or you know whatever. Anyways, long story short, um, there was a church there that a lot of people traveled to from all over the world, and they had these revival meetings. And my parent, we lived about forty five minutes from that church, and so people like charismatics and worship leaders from all over the world would come, and they would they would play there. And I heard Delirious play there uh, for the first time. And so when it, when Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge became really popular in charismatic circles. Those, those, those two, that, that record, that like double record, Cutting Edge one and two, because I mean that was that was like that was the music to the revolution. Uh, it was the soundtrack to the revolution, rather. Um, so all of us teenagers in the '90s who were going to revival camps and you know youth camps in the '90s, we were all singing those delirious songs before yeah before they probably became very main you know before they before king of fools came out which kind of was like their first like big pop right yeah you know you know record if that makes sense and when they started to like become more of a band and less of like a worship band which they were always a worship band but uh, so that's not really fair but in my head um but anyhow um because i heard them lead the song and then and then it was a song that was in every youth camp from the time that I was 12 Till the time that I was 18 We all sang that song This is before United This is before You yeah. know Any of that stuff And Darlene Jack Like Was starting to get on the scene You know Because of uh, Shout uh, to the Lord Shout to the Lord Shout to the Lizard shout to the- That was a big song as well in the 90s but in terms of like young people it was i could sing your love forever and then you know all these other awesome songs by by delirious delirious was the united of the 90s that's how it came to be i, I wouldn't necessarily say i was an adopter as much as they I couldn't escape the music because it was in all of our churches. So, well, I had no choice but to be a Delirious fan. It's funny you <laughs> say
1: that because uh, according to the Wikipedia, it's one of the most sung songs ever in uh, American churches. It's in the top 30 because everyone sung this song and whether it was from Delirious or the the Hillsong version that came out a little bit later... It's been covered by Switchfoot. Justin Bieber
3: did a version. I will sing of your love forever. Oh, I will sing of your love forever.
0: Yeah, it's wild. It's a huge song. I haven't heard many covers of it, but I'm sure that everybody and their and their dog has covered it. <laughs>
1: It's funny that you chose this song because um as we were emailing back and forth uh, with your people and stuff, when the song was suggested, I was like, oh, this actually suits um Nathan because of the line. And I immediately thought of the line, although I feel like dancing, it's foolishness, I know. And I was like, oh, you are a man that's known for foolishness. And, and I mean that in a complimentary way. I don't mean that I- insultingly. And I was like, oh, this is such a good song that you've chosen because I feel like it suits you perfectly. And and at a time that you were obviously finding yourself and finding your relationship with God for yourself.
0: That's an interesting bridge too, because it's like, oh, I feel like dancing, but it's a slow song. So it's like, I don't feel like dancing. Yeah, (laughs) swaying.
1: How often do you go back to this song? How often do you return? Because often (laughs) we forget about these songs and we move on to the next song and the next song, the next song.
0: I find that I go back to old songs when I read them in the Bible. So like if you're working through Psalms, yeah. you know, like every other, every other Psalm is like a, it's a song. it like, it's a lyric from a song and then you just go into it. You know what I mean? And then you realize, Oh my God, I, I have a lot of, there's a discography in my head that, that is undiscovered. Yeah, <laughs> And I'm thankful. I'm thankful to the writers of the songs for using the Bible uh, because that thing just gets buried in you um, and, it, and it comes out. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say like it's something that I, I go back to. Um I do like it when churches sing the occasional like throwback. Yeah. You know, like it's so good. And when we get a when we get a I could sing your love forever throwback is it's a real treat. So hint hint. Yeah. Worship and, a
1: note for worship leaders, we don't have to just sing the, the songs from the last fifteen minutes. If you can if you can crack out the early two thousands or, or late nineties, we wouldn't mind that. Nathan, yeah. uh, thank you so much for your time Really appreciate it, man We're going to chuck on the song for everyone in just a second
0: Dude, thanks for having me That was fun
1: And this is Delirious with I Could Sing of Your Love Forever
3: Over the mountains and the sea
1: Your ever
3: runs with love for me And I will open up my heart and let the healer set me free I'm happy to be in the truth and I will daily lift my hands For I will always sing of when your love came down I could sing of your love forever I could sing of your love forever could sing of your love for Es satán
1: was another episode of Songs That Changed You on Vision. If you missed any of our chat or want to hear more episodes, search for Songs That Changed You in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. My name is Aiden. Thanks for listening.